This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, 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 90-day fam, hey, ladies. Um, you guys are tuned in to 90-day fiance, the after show for 90-day fiance, the other way. We are about to deep dive into episode seven, and I'm so excited to be joined with the rest of the squad. I have my girl, Linda Ann Twee. Hi, guys. She brings the tea and all the latest news and gossip every week. Um, And we have Sanaa Moore, who will be, hey, who's going to be manning down the live chat. And we have our girl, Emily May who brings us great trivia questions every week in our special segment. Hey, everyone. Hey, (laughs) hey, Emily. So I want to get you guys' overall thoughts about this episode. What did you feel? What was the the feeling of all the couples that we saw? Um, I'll go first. I, again, think this was like a foundation episode. it was good to see finally, like some of the like uh, some of the couples come together. Like, um, what's her face, Binyam and Ariella and Jenny and mm-hmm. Submit and all of that stuff. So it was nice to finally see them come together. But at the same time, I was like, mm, I'm still waiting for a little bit more action. Yeah, Emily, what were your thoughts? Yeah, so I think there was there was a few. Uh, I th- I feel like there was like two really emotional moments with that. Uh, two of the couples like Ar- Armando and-, and Kenneth had a really amazing moment this episode. Um, and I feel like there was two, like there- there's a lot of family in this episode, um, mm-hmm. kind of learning more about kind of departing their, the- like kind of leaving the family b- behind and then kind of meeting and trying to create new family in, in their new home. So, um, you know, I think overall, I think Linda's right that it is a-, a little bit more like foundational and we're getting to like, more of the drama once they're settled in and realizing like they might not be happy with where they are and yeah it's uh I I liked it though okay so now what were your thoughts I actually love this episode and I thought it was way better than last week's because this time the drama was turned up and I had to rewind like (laughs) about five times Jihoon and Devin's conversation because he he is just too much from just too much for me, but I can't wait to get into him later. Okay. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a whole section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of Devin and Jihoon, that's the first couple we saw on this episode. Uh, so they obviously arrived to their new apartment. Devin says it is in the ghetto of Korea. Um, and we see Devin's mom actually scold uh, Jihoon about basically not taking care of or not making sure her daughter and her grandkids are in, you know, better conditions. Uh, the living, the apartment that they have has no actual living room. I believe she said no stovetop. Um, we see Jihoon act real funny. He left Devin and her mom and the kids at the apartment for a couple hours that he was going to go get his wallet from his parents' house. Um, Devin and Jihoon have a little chit-chat, and he says that he he is going to pay for things moving forward, but first he needs to finish paying off his debts. Um, and he wants, he wants Devin to kind of stay put for a few months, give him a chance to show and prove, 
uh, before just going back to America. She says, no, I'm, I'm going to go back home with my mom. When my mom leaves, I'm leaving. Me and the kids are out of here. Ladies, live chat. Should Devin be giving Jihoon a chance to kind of show and prove? We know he's had a history of irresponsibility. Um, what do you think about this? Should Should Devin give Jihoon a chance? Uh, go ahead, Samal. Go ahead, Samal. Uh, okay, let me just say this much. Jihoon better be glad Devin is not my sister or I was in, uh, and I was at that apartment with them because I just felt so bad. She is such, my girl is trying to make this work. She. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Really is trying. And all she asks you to do is two things. Get a job and check the apartment out. She shouldn't even have to pay for this apartment in the first place. But it just pissed me (laughs) off, honestly. And excuse my French, because he pulled the card of, I'm going to go to the store and never come back. You know how some people, some some parents will say, oh, I'm going to the store. And then they never come back. And then you never see the kid anymore. I thought he was going to pull something like that. And I was ready to go there and tear the streets up to go look for him. Because how dare he try to play her like that? Mm-hmm. Emily, what were your thoughts? Oh, I, I felt so bad for her and the kids because she's looking at this apartment and she's like, where am I going to like... How is she going to take care of these kids and build a family in this place where it's so small? I, I felt bad for her mom, who was like already stressed from like the 24 hour trip. And I, like she like heightened kind of the drama of it because she's like wants was like lashing out and, you know, approached Jahoon about everything. And I I just I feel like he needs to step up and he needs to prove to her she, she actually gave him a second chance already by saying, hey, I'll leave when my mom leaves. So he has a little bit of time to kind of get things together <laughs> again. <laughs> so I, I, he needs to prove that like he can be there for her and, and raise these kids and get a job. And I just, I felt so bad for her. And I just like wanted to like go there and help her and like be a, be a support system and like shake him. <laughs> Linda. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I knew that was going to hit the fan when Alicia was like, let me talk to you real quick when she got out of the car. And as soon as she got out of the car, I was like, mama's not going to play. She's already not happy about the neighborhood. And now she finds out that you haven't come to look at this place. It's not suitable. Uh, She was expecting him, like she said, to take care of the babies and her daughter. And clearly he's done none of that. So mm-hmm. I knew that that was going to be a problem immediately. So then I think that by her putting him in his place and also his parents agreeing with them that this is not the best place, this is not the best neighborhood, it really was like a awakening for him. Now, was it too late for him to do something? Kind of, yeah, because they've already landed. They have nowhere else to go. And you've already proven that... Um, you're not responsible and you're not taking this seriously and it's not just you in this situation. So that, that was really telling. Then the conversation between uh, Jihoon and Devin, I thought it was like long overdue. She is basically saying, stop lying to me. Stop lying to me. It's not just about you and me. Like I can see lying is never okay, but I can see if it was just those two, but they have two kids together now Mm -hmm. and the mom's out there. So you can't play around like this and be like, oh, by the way, I have no money. Can you just keep paying for everything? No, Jihoon, no one's going to keep enabling you uh, because it's not fair and it's not okay. And they've traveled halfway across the world. Mm-hmm. I, know, I found it so telling that even, like you said, his parents were also kind of embarrassed and like they were all in the van together and you could sense that like 
they didn't, they couldn't say anything. They didn't know what to say. And, you know, I just kind of felt bad for the whole situation. And not only, not only was Alicia not feeling Jihoon and not feeling the whole living situation, but she was exhausted. Did we see her knock out on that bed afterwards? I was like, oh my gosh, fatigue uh, combined with the situation not being on the up and up would, would irritate anybody. And, and it was her first time leaving the country, she said. Mm-hmm. So that's a long flight to take. So you can yes. imagine after any long flight, you just want to get to a place where you feel comfortable and you can relax and lay down and just like fight that jet lag. Exactly. Uh, guys, I just want to throw out real quick because I'm seeing on here that people are freaking out in the live chat. We've got over 50 <laughs> people already. Uh, Devin's in the live chat, so shout out to Devin right hey, now. Devin. Uh, hey, Devin. You are making our fans super, super happy right now. <laughs> hey, Devin. Yes. So uh, she has a lot of support on here. Everybody is is um, supporting her and understanding where she is coming from. So I did, I did just want to say one last thing when it comes to mm-hmm. Ji-Hoon. If anybody peeped when he said... Um, if money is just what you're going to keep talking about and if, if it's that big of a deal, you know, you can get your bags and pack and go home. That kind, that really took me out because she's paying for everything herself. It's just like if you give somebody a gift and then they keep complaining or they just seem ungrateful, he just really grind my gears. And that line right there, ladies and gentlemen, would have made me probably take his face off. Ooh. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Thank the whole thing off. I'm so glad that I that I was not there yeah. cuz Okay. Yeah, that that conversation in the alleyway was really intense cuz they were trying intense. to do the translation and the translation kept uh kept being wrong and mm. that just caused more tension and so I feel like there's that added layer of frustration. And I was like, what is he getting irritated for? Right. How dare you? How dare you get right. me? And I'm making sure it's a place for you to lay your head down after you are in the streets doing whatever you know how to do, except for to bring money back and help me and the family out. Listen, I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick I, of it. <laughs> how do you really feel, Sana? Uh, I wanted to also point out too that, like Sana said, when he said, like, if it's about the money, then go home. Well. To me, that sounds like, hey, you want to shirk your responsibilities because it would be easier for her to go home because guess what? You get to go back to your mama and daddy's house and chill and still be a grown-ass man not working and not providing for anyone because they're enabling you. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting as well. Yeah, I think bottom line, he does not and is not ready to man up. He will not, does not want to, and is not ready to. All right, so let's move on to our next couple, uh, ladies. Let's see, we have Armando and Kenny. So we saw that Armando broke the news to cute little Hannah about moving in with Kenny. Um, so she bas- he basically tells her that, you know, they're going to be moving in two weeks to go live with Kenny, and she's going to have her own room. And she's super excited. She says that Kenny treats her very well and gives her toys. I mean, after I saw her reaction, I was like, I want to go live with Kenny too. <laughs> Kenny is um, actually driving from Mexico to, um, driving to Mexico from St. Petersburg. Uh, he's driving four days, 11 hours per day. So this is a labor of love, li- literally. Um, we saw, well, he said that he stopped in Alabama, San Antonio, Texas. He was headed to Tucson and Linda. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That was just me saying I called it last week when you everyone did was call wondering. That. I was like, Linda I was, was like, right about that last week. So, and it's been, you guys, nine months since him and Armando have seen each other. So they are, they are definitely ready. He, he's got his dog with them. Um, and then we saw Armando have a conversation with his sister. She reveals that their dad is still very sad about him moving away with Kenny and um, he shares this tearful, just heavy, just sorrowful goodbye with his mom. I mean, I thought you would think he was at, she was at his funeral. It was so bad. I was like, oh my God, just stay with her, please. It was so sad. But um, 
He's actually going to leave Hannah there while he goes and gets moved in and gets settled into um, their new home. Um, but he is sad that his dad is not there to see him off. Um, but I wanted to ask you, ladies, and I want to ask the live chat as well. Do we think that his dad will eventually come around and his parents in general come around to accepting him and Kenny? Because in a week's time, we're going to see them go visit and go pick up Hannah together. So Armando's hoping his mom is actually going to be accepting of them together and his dad. What do we think is going to happen? Is this going to be an issue or are they just going to get over it? I think it's definitely going to take time. I don't see it just happening. I think it's going to take a while for them mm -hmm. to really grasp the whole concept of things because there's they're traditional and you know, they're stuck in their ways with everything. So I don't think it's just going to be an easy gravy train. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think it is going to take some time. I think the mom will have, you know, I think his mom will have an influence, uh, you know, on his dad and just, you know, it is their son. Like they have to accept him and embrace him. And I think eventually, but it's not going to just happen in a, in a week when he comes back. And I think it's going to take some time. I think they have to meet Kenny and kind of, see how they interact together and how they are together. And I think that will slowly help kind of uh, change their, their mindset. Linda. I think that the truest form of everything is, is Hannah. I think that that moment when they talked about um, moving and how excited she was and how she was so excited that she was going to have two dads just shows you and all of us that, Love is love and it can be, it, you can just be accepting and, and anything else is learned bad behavior. And so mm. I thought that that was really, really special. And I do think that, um, especially um, in Hispanic communities, families are really, really close and they're really, really tight. And mm -hmm. often it's, it's hard to just, like the mom said, that's your baby. That's always your baby. Mm -hmm. And yes, they grow up and they leave the house, but she's still going to be sad about it. So do I think that dad's going to come around? I think he's going to come around because he loves his son. He doesn't, his, I think that that generation sometimes doesn't necessarily understand all the changes that are going on in the world. And so it takes time for them to come to speed and be accepting of things that they're, they are not familiar with. So I hope the dad comes around. I hope we see him next week. I think that the mom will be influential in that, but most importantly, I think the biggest influence is Hannah and how happy she is to move, how happy she is that her dad is happy, and how amazing it seems that Kenny treats her. And I think that any family would find that a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, I it showed just, it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. It, it, it showed that it was like the purest sense of love that like this, this young child has no has no barriers, has no, like, is just fully embracing, you know, her dad. And, and that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I think that there's so much love in this family and Armando's family. You can see it, you can feel it. Um, and I just think that that's going to overcome any kind of um, challenges that they have accepting their son's, you know, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I, the, I just think, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you can finish. I was just going to go to this. Okay. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> so now, okay. go ahead. So I was just going to say in the chat, um, it's pretty funny. Uh, a few people in the chat are just agreeing. There's Missy Mess Sound said, oh, hell no. His dad will take time. Just, just hoping if the family sees how they are as a family, they'll wake up. And um, also, Bria Carter says, I don't think it'll hit them until Ar hit them that Armando is gay until they meet Kenny. And Jesse Girl J says, it's tough, but if they really love their son unconditionally, then they'll adapt. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I, honestly, I think they'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not even really worried about them. They just have so much love. There's love on both sides. There's love with Armando's family love with Kenny's family, love between Armando and Kenny and Hannah. I just think there's a lot of love going on there. So I think everybody's going to end up being A-OK -okay in that in that fine family dynamic. 
All right, let's move on to Tim and my Lisa. So, okay, so we meet Tim's mom, Robin. Uh, she came to help him visit. Oh, well, she came to help him move. Um, his mom is from Alabama. And um, we find out, I don't know if this was specified last week. You ladies can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we find out that he actually, Tim actually cheated on my Lisa just one month before she came to visit. And I didn't realize that last week. And she, she kind of did her own digging after she got a little uh, hint from social media, something on social media tr triggered her spidey senses and she went to digging. Um, but his mom thinks that my Lisa is having Tim move to Columbia. This was interesting to find out how much power she has over him. But she does feel like um, that he needs to go to Columbia to try to save the relationship. So she kind of sees both sides of it. Um, she does think that my Lisa is a bit feisty and has to have things her way. But what's interesting is that Robin wants to go to Columbia to visit um, just to kind of gauge how things are really going on but, or how things are really going between Tim and my lease. Um, and we see Tim visit therapy before going to Columbia. Um, and they haven't told each other that they love each other in a long time. And the whole reason he started going to therapy is due to the cheating situation. Um, he still feels a lot of guilt about it. Um, and I just want to ask you ladies and the live chat this, do you guys think that Robin is being overbearing with wanting to travel to Columbia to visit with him? But we know what her real, you know, intention is. She wants to check in on her, his relationship with my lease. Is it doing too much? We saw this actually, Linda, you and I saw this last night with our other 90 day show with Colty, Colt, and his mom. So I'm going to start with you, Linda. What do you think? Do you think this is a, a replay of Colt <laughs> and you're, Debbie? Or what, what, what's happening here? You're reading my mind. Yeah. Guys, I, you know what? First and foremost, I'll say this. I'm super close with my family. Most of you guys know, like, my brother and I are, like, you know, twinsies. But like twinsies? <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Anyways, so... My point being this, I don't understand these grown men who have their moms like all in their relationships, like 1000%. Like you're about to move across country and go live with your girlfriend, but you're going to bring your mama with you. Like, I don't know that that sounds crazy to me. Like come visit after I get settled. No problem. Uh, let our families meet if everything's going to work out. But like, don't be the chaperone. Don't be, you know, the baby on mama's hip, still like attached on the hip. It's it's wild to me. And yes, it absolutely brought me Colt and Debbie vibes. It's, mm. it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. And may I just add real last minute? They almost, they have a lot of similar traits, those two. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So overall, we think Robin is hashtag team do too much. Or Linda, you think that. So I now, think Go ahead. I, I, I think that's exactly correct. And I think that he needs to work on his issues because we saw him uh, talk to his therapist and he's not even all in. And mm -hmm. she's saying, you need to be all in. You need to be honest about what you did. You guys need to talk about it and all of this stuff. So let him go grow and be himself and then come and visit. Agreed. So now what were your thoughts on the couple? What are you going to do? Okay. Like, how is she planning on busting her once she finds out? I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to, you got to beat her up or are you going to tell her off? I mean, what are you going to do? Because you're going to look silly if you tell her, you expose her or whatever, and your son still ends up marrying her. I mean, it's just, you have to let him make his own decisions. I just don't really get the purpose of being that involved, especially knowing that your son was the one who was out here cheating, cheating, cheating. And, you know, well, not, I, I guess that's dramatic. He was only cheating with one woman, but still. Still cheating. He was, <laughs> yeah, it's still cheating. And he was out here doing wrong. So I think she needs to slow down. And if she does go, it needs to be a vacation trip for her and let him do his own thing. And the chat also, um, they're also agreeing with you, Linda. <laughs> um, they said, 
uh, Nakia Emanuel said, the mom is in the relationship more than the guy. And cut the cord. Cut the cord. That was with the clapping emoji still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, um, Geek Girl said, Geek Girl said, another grown man, if he falls, he falls. Let him go. Figure his own life out. Yes. So in the chat, they're pretty much on the same accord with Linda and everyone. Like, get out of your son's love life. Yeah. Emily. Yeah, I have to agree with the Linda and the chat. You know, I was gonna say they needed to cut the cord. They need to, she needs to let him make his own mistakes, let him move to Columbia. You know, he has to figure out his life. He has to figure out what he's gonna do and build that relationship because they're never gonna rebuild that trust if like he's still attached to his mom. Mm -hmm. And you have to, you have to give him that space. And I get, I, I, you're right. Like it should be a vacation trip where, you know, she's there for a week, like a few months in, you know, give them like three months and then come visit, you know? Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Just give him space. He has to grow do, up. Do we think that let's, let me ask this. Do we think that Tim is holding on to and an, an unnecessary or unhealthy amount of guilt for cheating. I kind of got that feeling like, okay, at what point are you going to, I understand you made a mistake, but at what point are you going to let it go? I think no. that's hard for him to let it go because it's mm-hmm. like something that he feels uh, it's so bad about. I think now if a plot twist, now if she's out there dipping in the, in the pool with other people and swimming with other people, then maybe he won't feel as guilty. As guilty. Or maybe he'll feel like, okay, now we're on a level playing field. But I don't know. I think he is just taking it on because he feels so bad. I may- maybe that's the first time he's ever cheated. Right. Well, maybe. Well, what's <laughs> so hard for me to believe is that, <laughs> is that he cheated like a month before he was going to propose, right? Like a month, like, yeah, and I'm like, if you're ready to take that step, and then you go ahead and cheat, you're not ready for that step. Sorry. I just, yeah, Linda, sorry. Go ahead. Linda. No, I mean, it's fine. I I just think you know what if if this is your biggest thing and you're so hurt by it, why did you do it in the first place? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just I don't get it. Are you are, are you upset because you got caught, or are you upset because you did it? Because there's a difference facts true all right so let's move on to our next couple we have binyam aka baby and ariella she arrives in ethiopia he greets her with roses well she and her mom arrive in ethiopia um and he greets her with roses which is really sweet um he says that he was so excited to see her again because he took it really hard when she left last time and they show each other a lot of love and everything just, you know, they love each other, basically. Um, he was nervous to meet the mom, but when he got to the airport, her mom immediately, like, fell in love with him because she saw how happy Ariella was to see him and how affectionate he was towards her. So they head to their new apartment. Ariella gave him strict rules about the apartment. She said that there needs to be electricity, running water, hot water her to shower with and she actually gets to the apartment and she hates it she says it's terrible there's leftover decorations the colors are bad they're dark there's no toilet seat there's black mold in the bathroom Binyam is disappointed in himself and he's sad that he was able he wasn't able to you know live up to her expectations so I want to ask this after seeing Binyam and Ariella together we see them interact together do we think this is true love ladies Sana Sana oh well okay I'll go first because I guess my face spoke before (laughs) my mouth could but no this man didn't do any effort you know him and Jihoon I'm really getting tired of both of them first of all you you didn't try to look for a room. I thought this man had five jobs. I thought he had the money. I thought he was stacking. I thought that I thought this is what he does. 
you brought her to a room that's our that you live in. The baby, where is the baby gonna sleep? Three people in one room. You need to get rid of all those jobs because they all are not worth anything and get something that you can support your family with. I just am not understanding. If if what you're doing is not gonna be able to provide for your family as they man, you can't even contribute ten dollars, then it, it it you can't even buy your baby a pack of pampers. I'm just not impressed. I'm just not impressed. This is just it, not it for me. So you think he did the bare minimum? Not, no, he went below the bare minimum. He didn't <laughs> even look for a place. He hasn't even tried to really make her feel like, okay, you're living here. This is your new life. You're sacrificing everything in America for me. Let me try to get us something or make it. He doesn't even have a crib. going to sleep? Okay, so here's here's what here's what I'm confused about, guys. It's not like he ha- doesn't have a baby already. You know what it entails to have a baby. You had a baby before, and this is not something new to you. So, do you think that this place is acceptable to to raise a child in? You say you're so excited about it, but you do nothing to prepare except find this like dump place that you know has to be like clean and sterile because. She's going to have a baby. She has, she's carrying your child. It makes no sense to me. And mm-hmm. then the other thing that is just on a personal note that I, I am not impressed with, there are different, um, there are different, there, people have different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, income, le- no, income levels. And oh, it makes yeah. me sad that always in Africa, they show it, they show like the poor spots the places that look like dungeons and all of that stuff but there's so much more to Africa and there's there's wealth there and there are people that don't live like that and it's unfortunate that we have to continue to exploit the stereotype like are there poor people there yeah but there are poor people everywhere and so I agree also with Sanaa about if you had five jobs which you guys remember I told you what what part of those five jobs is the job just that's what that's what I said last week and I'm sticking to it because clearly if this is what you found after you were uh sleeping on your your brother's couch clearly you're not about the business you're not about the business and what what did you say to Ariella oh we'll work it out well when fool when when are y'all working it out (laughs) baby's coming in three months man it's all Emily, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, Linda, I think that's a good point that you made about showing like, even with um, South Korea as well, that there are like very prosperous areas of the city and that they're showing, they're showing like neighborhoods and stuff like that, that aren't necessarily like, like other parts of the population. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with this instance, I felt like he did try, like he, I feel like it was much better than Jihoon's situation. Um, but I felt like that there was so many things he didn't think of. Like you said, the crib just, and there wasn't even enough room to like even set it up. Like, was there warm water and hot water? I don't know. Um, that bathroom was not big enough. Like I was thinking about all of the things you need, like, for a baby <laughs> um, and just like thinking of just all of that and it made me anxious. <laughs> Girl, yeah. it's all cap. That's all it is. All of it is cap because it does not make any sense. All right. So let's move on to our last couple. We have Jenny and Submit. So Jenny has a little chit chat with Submit about the divorce papers. Uh-huh. Um, he does not have them. Surprise, surprise uh let's see here Jenny this is Jenny's third time in India and he still has not shown and proved with those divorce papers um he's actually annoyed at this point that Jenny keeps bringing up the divorce papers and says that he does not have proof of the divorce because it's very hard to get paperwork before it's finalized um he said that she just needs to understand at this point uh, he now what he does offer her, he tries to throw her a bone. He says that she can accompany him to the court to see how hard the process is for him to actually obtain paperwork on the divorce. Jenny says that if Submit is lying about the divorce, they can't, she's gonna leave the relationship and there will be no marriage between them. Their their relationship will be over. Do we believe Jenny's threat? I don't. <laughs> 
I will say I don't, first of all. I don't believe her threat. I think Samit can lie until the cows come home and Jenny is staying there, tried and true for Samit. Linda is ready. Well, you put one finger up, so I'm putting two in, in agreement with you. Yeah, I, don't put <laughs> I screamed to the TV. I said, girl, please. Mm-hmm. You ain't going nowhere. You're in it to win it. Even if you don't win it, you're in it. You. This is not, <laughs> I this feel is like not, no one won this episode. <laughs> this is not the first time. This is not the second time. This is not the third time. May I remind all of us how they originally met? They originally met by him catfishing her and he catfished her with some like bodybuilder model type. She still took him in when she found out who he really was, still accepted him, then had a whole on relationship. Mom and dad said, no, you can't get married. So she went back, stayed in contact with him, had a long distance relationship, went back for the second time just to find out he was married. And now you're back for the third time. So you cannot tell me that if he doesn't, provide a piece of paper you're out of there i don't buy it you know what that was linda that was jenny letting her daughter and her daughter's wife gas her up jenny did not mean that in the heart her daughter was gassing her up like submit needs to you know show these papers because she wasn't worried about those papers until they put the pressure on her like where are the papers mm-hmm. so right. emily what, do you, what were your thoughts on this couple oh i mean i'm with you like it, there's he's lied way too many times he mm-hmm. keeps pushing the ball down the road and not owning up to what he needs to do and i'm tired of it he needs to like take action and get the divorce papers and figure it out if he really wants to stay with her and it seems like jenny's not open gonna open her eyes to exactly what he's doing she, she kind of still has the shades on the blinders the rose-colored <laughs> glasses so now yeah. what are your thoughts Give it up. Give it up. Go home. It's over with. Okay. He's he's another he's another capper. Okay. Mm-hmm. He wears the cap. He wears the cap hat. Like I think he is the king of it all because he's been dragging her along and she lets him do it. That's the that's the part that gets me every time. And it's like you know a lot of people are saying go home to America, but go home to what? What is she going to go home to? She was sleeping on her daughter's couch. What is she going to go home to? And she's moved to the hood of India. Like she, I mean, she really doesn't have anything. So in the live chat, they are um, going crazy. Um, Patricia Homecomb says, doesn't submit oh, 10 grand that needs to be paid before he gets divorced. Maybe she wants to see something showing he has filed for divorce. Um, then S. Foray said, Linda took the words right out of my mouth. He knows exactly how to string her along. He's been doing it from the start. So um, a lot of them in the chat are just um, saying how she needs to go home. <laughs> she needs to give it up because right now um, he's playing you. I don't really know where this is going to lead, what's going to happen. I think, you know, some people might try to come to his house again. Right. Well, speaking of the live chat, we have 145 people in the live chat. I highly suggest you guys go nowhere because we have a very special guest on. I'm going to let Linda introduce our special guest. Guys. Okay. So um, I know that we have, uh, I was about to say Jihoon. We have Devin in the live chat and the live chat is popping off, um, which we thank you. So before I get started, uh, Sanaa, can we do a quick shout out to some of the live chat? Yes, we have to do a live chat. Shout out to Raydella Lewis, Geek Girl, Nakia Emanuel, Melody McComb. Um, we have A.B. Smith, 12, uh, Bahama Mama, Melody McComb, Cat Lady, um, Jean Wilson, Tanisia G., um, as well as shout out to Devin again in the chat. Uh, Jersey Girl, Eola Roy, so many good people in the chat interacting. I love when you guys chat with me. Aw, that is so sweet. That's nice. Well, do we want to just go into our special segment? Let's do that. And then uh, we have a special surprise for you. We'll get it set up right now. All right. 
All right. So we are, we have our special 90 day fiance. Uh, what would it be like trivia this week? So I want the chat to chime in and I want ladies, I want you to chime in as well. Okay. Um, so the first question is, how many heritage sites are in South Korea, official heritage sites? This includes temples, palaces, tombs, and pre preserved hanoks, which are villages, like um, ancient villages. Uh, A, 15, B, 25, C, 30, or D, 12? C, 30. I'm going to say what, 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 what was the first one? So the first one was 15, uh -huh. 25, uh -huh. 30, uh -huh. or 12. I'm going to go with lucky number 12. All right. So Linda, you're correct. I don't know if people in the chat were going up, but it's 12. So it's, yeah. So there's 12 actually official cultural ones. And then there's actually, so it's 13. It's actually a double answer. 13. One is a natural uh, volcano, which is kind of cool. Uh, so oh. the second question is what are some of the favorite dishes in South Korea? We have a beef bulgogi, B, kimchi, which is pickled vegetables. We have bibimbap, which is a mixture of like rice and veggies, meat, spices, cooked eggs, chili, or all of the above. D, all of the above. B, I'm gonna say B. B. I'm gonna say D. D. All right, Ten I got a D, I got a B. And another B. And another B. Yeah. All right. All of the above. It's all of the above. All, 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 all of these the are above? dishes. All of these are delicious dishes. I'm feeling <laughs> Linda's ready. Linda's like, Linda tonight. gets a gold star today. <laughs> all right. And then the third question we have, South Korea is deemed the world's capital of this popular type of dance. And you might find it in some favorite, some favorite music videos twerk so a <laughs> i mean that's my music videos <laughs> a polka two classical ballet three k-pop or d break dancing k-pop any other answers what what was the is it about dance or is it about the music dance um, and the first one was, uh, there was a, ballet. A is polka, uh -huh. B is classical ballet, C is K-pop, and D is breakdancing. I'm going to go with oh, breakdancing. I'm going to go with D. I'm going to go with D breakdancing. I'm changing my answer to D. All right, Ashley's changing her answer. Okay, you guys got D. It's breakdancing. Hello! You know right, what? I want to see your moves. I, I want to see everyone's that. moves. <laughs> oh, my I thought about that. Because of the ja Jabberwockies made me be like, you know what? Maybe it could. But, you know, a good job, Linda, for your trivia. <laughs> oh, don't don't hate. I heard that hate bass in I your voice. Like, I feel like Linda just gets some hate here. No, no, I swear. No, no, no. I'm not hating. I swear. Remember, I was the one who called you. Um, Well, I'm the one who called out that Linda would always get it right. All right. Well, <laughs> I didn't even give you the answers either. She's just getting them. <laughs> All right. We have one Linda more question. Like that. I know, right? Linda's, Linda's amazing. Aww. So, <laughs> I heart you girls. <laughs> so South Korea uh, has not only has some of the most beautiful skyscrapers and sprawling cities, but is also surrounded by 65% of what? A, what? oceans. Ocean, water. <laughs> I don't know why that was plural. <laughs> B, rivers. C, forests. Or D, mountains. A. Any other guesses? What does the chat think? Is the chat all quiet? I'm I stump the chat? to say water. water. I'm going to say forest. Oh, no, I'm going to say mountains. Oh man. Okay. Linda, you're not playing trivia next week. It is forests. 
I don't have the answers, but I spent a lot of time on that side of the world. So I haven't yeah, been to Korea specifically, right? but all right, you but, guys, yeah. let's, let's move on to thank you, Emily, yeah, for that thanks, amazing guys. trivia session. Um, let's move on to news and gossip. Linda, what do you have for us? <laughs> Guys, so uh, we have a special treat for you guys today. We have a guest who's joining us uh, for the first part of our segment. Uh, John Yates, as most of you guys know, he is a very popular blogger all across social media. So let's welcome John Yates. Hi, welcome, John. Thanks for joining us. Hi, John. Can you hear us, John? Hello. Perfect. We can hear you now. Okay. Well, sorry. This is my welcome. first foray into uh, doing uh, an interview like this. So I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. So guys, uh, as most of you know, there was a little bit of drama that happened uh, with John and one of the cast members. First, I want to uh, put out there that we don't want to bash anyone on our show. We don't want uh, to cause any strife. What we do want to do is raise awareness, uh, especially in this politically charged racially charged racially sensitive uh, time that we're in uh, just start having the conversations about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and and what people take an offense to or what people don't take offense to so I just want to throw that out there so John thank you so much for joining and I did reach out to you uh, today so I appreciate a your last minute willingness and B for you joining the show. So let's just get right down to business. So uh, over last week, um, you and Brittany had kind of like a live chat exchange where uh, you were accused of using the N word. She was accused of using the F word and it got really, really ugly. And um, some people came to her defense. Some people came to your defense. And I wanted to give you this opportunity to ad a address what the allegations were and B if that in case what indeed was the case why did that happen and how can we all move forward from it and on the flip side uh, I did see her live as well and there were some really um, crazy things that were said there too so let's address your side first and then we can talk about that side okay um, basically um, I think it was Friday night um, in a nutshell, Brittany had posted um, something on George's uh, uh, feed that, oh, yeah, I support you, whatever. Um, and, you know, I've been a thorn in Brittany's side since her season started because another cast member showed me something that Brittany had said where she had claimed that she's just doing the show to promote her career. So once I saw that and I saw that the 300 fake, uh, 300,000 fake followers she had and this storyline that was completely fabricated, I have just been like on her. Like, you know, I have, I didn't really let her get away with anything. And um, like, I just felt like she was a phony because I saw it with my own two eyes. Um, so I, she had posted something on George's um, feed and I basically just said, really like enough's enough. Like, you know, you're so bullshit pretty much in a nutshell. Um, and Brittany then did a live, um, I, I don't know how much after I had said that we had that exchange on George's feed. It's on George's post. I don't know if it's still there or not, if you deleted it, but it's there. Um, and she had said, she had claimed that I had called her the N word. Um, and she also claimed that I was reaching out to her and Yazan to get cameo referrals, which neither ever happened. I never spoke to Brittany or Yazan, or any other new cast member from the other way, because I felt that once you speak to a cast member and you have like, you start a relationship with them, you can't be honest with your following. And I just wanted to be full out honest. I wanted to watch the show and be like, well, she's a phony, this one's a fake, without having ties to the cast. Um, so Brittany said that she heard, she heard, I mean, and even she even told Sherelle this, she just heard, she didn't hear it with her own ears or see it with her own eyes that I had said that I had called her the N-word. And she used that to go on a live diatribe about how I'm a faggot, 
how I didn't care about anything, how I'm only coming back at her because I were, because she refused my uh, cameo advances and that Hitler was going to butt fuck me in hell. Um, and now I can't see you. Can you see us now? Okay, yeah, it just kind of like blacked out for a second. Um, so Brittany had said all that on a, in a very uh, animated live. Um, you know, she started out by calling us faggots just because she was told by somebody in this online world that we had called her the N-word, which never happened. It never happened. Like, listen, like, like I have tons of people who record every one of my lives and look at all my comments, just wait, chomping at the bits, waiting for them to like get me on something and that never happened and that's why she can't provide any proof just like she can't provide the proof that i ever messaged her um about cameo referrals because anybody who's anybody who's the cast or is close to the cast knows that that's david tobo's thing david is the one that goes to each new cast member and makes sure that they sign up through his cameo link because you get like five percent or ten percent or whatever whatever their first year sales are. It's, like, it's a lot of money when you hit up every cast member for a cameo link. I mean, you're making good money off. You're making very good money just off referrals. That, that could be like $15,000, $20,000 right there. Okay. Um, so, okay. So let me ask you directly. Did you or have you ever used the N-word? No. No. Okay. And if I, if I did or ever, it would have been posted everywhere on Facebook, on Reddit, on Instagram, on Twitter, like, and there's never, not once ever. Okay. And, uh, the question that's, uh, coming up in the live chat as well is they want to address the nappy hair comment that was heard on your, uh, live in addressing Brittany. What are your thoughts on that? And do you feel like that's a derogatory statement towards black women? Well, that was said by Cody. Um, and that was after we were called faggots and to be buck fucked in hell by Hitler. So I, I you know, I can't speak for Cody. I didn't Got say it. it. Got it. it you was, didn't say it, it. It was Cody who said it. Okay. And, and then what do you want to see happen moving forward from here? Because you're deeply entrenched in the 90 day world. She's a current cast member. How do we fix this and move forward? She had asked me about the nappy hair comment that you had said during the live. Cause Cody's asking me about that. She wants to call me a faggot and get, I can't use the word girl because then that's, you know, you and know, I Brittany said a lot of horrible things like, you know, she had said that, like, you know, because I'm white, I've never been oppressed. And like I said last night, like, you know, I am not trying to, like, diminish or minimal. I'm not. I mean, yeah, Cody is part black. That's like another thing. But like, um, I am not trying to diminish or minimize or compare anyone's plight to anybody. Right. Else, you know, like everybody mm -hmm. has their story. And like, that was never my intention. Not once. But I do know that me being gay has gotten me into a lot of beatings that I never deserve for, for me being who I am. And Brittany is the one who's saying that, oh, because I'm white, I use my white privilege to get around being gay. And, and that white people can hide their gayness because they're white or they can hide mm -hmm. their sexuality because they're white. Well, that didn't work for me in high school when I got beat up by like all skin colors. Like, you know, it didn't matter who was coming at me, but they just beat me up because I'm gay. So like for her to say, Oh, because I'm white, like, I don't know anything, you know, it's kind of fucked up. Um, and, uh, but go ahead. So go John, so John, what, what do you want people to take away from this? Because like I said, you are entrenched in the 90 day world. Um, and she is a current cast member. So how do how do we fix this moving forward and how do we educate people that it's not okay to be throwing out not only racial epithets but sexual epithets and it's not okay to um just slander anyone in any shape way or form because of their sexual orientation or because of their race or because of who they are um i don't know what the takeaway is honestly like i'm like you know i've been on a lot of I've had a lot of problems on Instagram and like, this is like next level. Like I never said that word. 
never even come close to saying that word. Like I, you know, and for she's using that as a weapon because I've been a thorn in her side and she wanted to take me out. And she knew that that was the best way to do it. I mean, you know, how, how do you, how do you take somebody out? Oh, they, you say that they called you the N word and then that's that. And everyone's running to Britney's aid. She can't prove it. Like, and then how am I supposed to prove something I never said? Well, John, the only thing you can do, in my opinion, is be truthful and honest. And if you never said it, then you never said it and there will be no proof. And so I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to clear the air for everyone that you didn't say it in this instance. You said unequivocally no, and you've never said it. Like someone's not going to then, you know how how people are. They're internet sleuths. Someone's not going to send me or send you uh, a video where you actually indeed have said it in the past. No, I'm no. Okay, so I mean, you would have gotten it by now. It would have been posted everywhere on Instagram. It would have been posted everywhere on Reddit and everywhere else. So like, then I know, say, then the only thing you can do is stick to your truth. If they if they have the receipts, then bring the receipts, and then that's another story. Why can't Brittany post it if she if she if she's so sure about it? I mean. I mean, she went on a whole diatribe saying, calling us faggots. And listen, even if I did say that, right, let's play devil's advocate. Does that give her the license to say that we're faggots and that we need to get uh, buff fucked in hell by Hitler? Does that? So no. So like I said, both uh, in my opinion, and again, it's only in my opinion, because I watched both lives um, in their entirety and it was a lot on both ends. And like I'm going to say again, in no shape, way, or form is it ever okay to attack someone's sexuality or their race just because you feel, not you, but you in general, feel like that's an easy way out. That's an easy way to attack someone. So if you're saying indeed that Brittany is doing this to kind of take you down, that's one thing. But for her to call you the F word, that's another thing too. And in no situation is it okay. Period. Well, I in have my, her online calling me a faggot, saying to get buff fucked by hell, and, and she can't provide one shred of evidence that I ever called her that. And she's she's lying about this this cameo stuff, which I I never messaged her. I I messaged um I, I don't know who I messaged before. Yazan just messaged me two nights ago mm-hmm. about everything, and you know I'm saying, well, your girl is saying that you know me. I, I reached out to both of you about cameo referrals and he goes well i know that's not that i don't know what to do like you know i'm trying to make the best of the situation and she's getting away with murder like you and, you, you it, <laughs> and and for that specific statement you you're messaging uh i did see the receipts for that guys uh so what he's saying is absolutely true yazan said none of that is is correct so um John is bringing his receipts. So I guess in the end of the day, we want to see the receipts. Like you're saying, show us the receipts and we take it from there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. I know I didn't want to keep you too long. I thank you for addressing this because we really wanted to clear the air, not only for you, but for our 90 day family and friends and fans. And let's still get to the bottom of this. I would love to get to the, I would love to see what Brittany has to say, like, you know, because nothing, I mean, it was just one bold faced lie after another. And what she said was defamatory, hurtful, offensive to like, you know, saying Hitler, like all, all races, like, how do you re- even bring Hitler like into the, like, you know, and not all gay people like to get butt fucked in the ass. Like, you know, you want to talk about stereotyping stuff? Like, you know, what she said was so evil and, like like just diabolical and like to see like other cast members supporting her i mean or anyone for that fact like you know ask britney for the proof of where i asked her about cameo or about me calling her the n-word she can't provide it because it never happened but like i'm getting the wrath because everyone's taking this cast member at like face value and you know it's just not right nor fair uh, listen, John, you know this by being a uh, social media kind of star 90 day fan that people find the truth out. They always find the truth out. So you brought your receipts. Like I said, uh, if she has not been able to bring her receipts, people do see, like I watched her live and the things that you're saying, she did say those things and they're definitely not okay either. And so you brought your receipts. Let's see if she brings her receipts and then we figure it out from there. But All right. someone, can't slander your, someone can't slander you and just say, oh, you said this and not be able to back it up. And I don't think that that's fair 
to anyone ever, but I also too want to make sure that we all understand that it's never okay to use either of those words. And it's especially not okay to use those words in a form where you're trying to be vengeful and hateful towards people because it's just not okay. So I, I saw your receipts, John, and I'm going to see if we can find the receipts from Brittany and then we will be able to squash this. Fair? Fair. Fair. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us your side. Um, and we'll continue to figure it out and dig through and, and hopefully we'll get some answers. Thank you for having me. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Bye. Good night. So guys, you heard it here directly from John Yates. Uh, it was definitely um, a hard time. It was a hard time and a lot was said by, by all parties involved. So um, we got one side and hopefully we'll be able to get the other side and bring it to you. Um, we are still talking about Brittany. Uh, so I wanted to just quickly go through the rest of my news and gossip. Uh, so Brittany uh, wants to have a baby. And she uh, did a quick post and delete and said that not only does she, she's so ready to have a baby, but she's ready to have Yazan's baby. So Ashley, perhaps you were onto something with your prediction, who knows? Um, but apparently she's ready, but she's not ready quite yet because she took, she took her Instagram to post a bunch of sexy photos of herself. And a lot of people are kind of like, whoa, What's going on? Does she have an OnlyFans account? So she uh, posted herself uh, in a little uh, romper as well as this two-piece outfit uh, showing off her abs and kind of showing off a little something, something else. So guys, we have that somewhere on there for you guys to see. Um, so yeah, she has been making a lot of headlines uh, this week and last week. And uh, let us know what you think in the comments about all of this Britney drama. Is it good drama? Is it bad drama? Do you think she's bringing herself good attention, bad attention? Definitely let us know in the comments. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Kenneth and Armando. Uh, they kind of gave a little sneak peek of what's happening with the relationship. They were uh, recently interviewed um, on a show and Armando said that they wanted to the reason why they came on the show is they wanted to show uh, true love and that two men can have a family and be happy. And Kenneth then quickly chimed in and said that love doesn't have to be Romeo and Juliet, that sometimes it can be Romeo and Romeo. Uh, so, and that made Armando smile in the interview. And right away, uh, you just know that these two are gonna continue to be fan favorites. Um, they also talked about their journey in, in this interview, and Ken had seen the 90 Day franchise show, and, and Armando had not. So Ken had a conversation uh, with Armando because he was already in the process of moving to Mexico and asked them if he wanted to do the show. They weren't sure at first uh, because they're both kind of private people. Um, but after having uh, an extended conversation, uh, they wanted to really show to people that love is love, so they decided to go through with it. And uh, we have a photo from the interview. And so, spoiler alert, they're still together. They did the interview together in their home that they share in Mexico. Um, so we will see like a bit of difficulty and like they're polite to getting to where they are now on, on this season, but happily ever after seems to be completely in their future. And last but not least, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Jenny and Submit. So internet trolls are like all over. We've all dealt with them. But recently, Jenny was dealing with an internet troll about her relationship with Samit. Um, and usually the 90 day cast tend to ignore them, but for some reason this specific troll really bothered her. So Jenny went on the defensive. One person said to her, wake up and you're too sweet to let Samit take advantage of you again. Sharif responded by saying, we love each other since 2012. Thanks, we are good without anyone's warning. Um, so another told Jenny he's lying and to go back home before it's too late. And 
she did ask the internet troll for proof that Sumit is lying again. Um, yeah, and she's basically like, we've been together for eight years. We're good. Bye. Jenny is the true definition of a ride or die chick. That, <laughs> that, she is a ride or die for her that, man, honey. Facts. So guys, that's my news and gossip. I know we've had uh, eventful show. We've had cast members. We've had some drama, all of that stuff. But we are so happy that you've joined us. So thank you. Thank you guys so much, like Linda said, for joining. Um, thank you, ladies. Thank you, Linda, for all that good information. Um, I do want everybody to be able to reach out to you guys. But before we do that, I want to give the live chat just a quick reminder. There's 221 people in the live chat right now. You guys do us a favor. Smash that like button. Um, subscribe to the, the After Buzz reality channel if you're not already subscribed. And Emily May, where can everybody find you? Yeah, so you can find me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. Yay. Sana. Yes, you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore Sana. That's S-A-N-A underscore. And on Twitter at I am underscore Sana. And just remember, Black Lives Matter have always mattered and will continue to matter. That. Linda, where can everyone find you? Guys, Linda is so girly all across social media. Definitely hit me up. You guys have been really sliding into those DMs and I try to get back to you as soon as possible, but I appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We love the live chat. And uh, for an extended version of News and Gossip, make sure to check out both myself and Ashley tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Same station, same place. Yes. Thank you guys all so much for joining. You guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley Marie 0422. I enjoy chatting with all of you guys. And like Linda said, we will see y'all either next week or tomorrow night on our weekly 90 day news and gossip show. You guys have a great night and thank you as always. Bye for now. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.